0: He's calling, wake up child, it's your turn to shine, you were born for such a time and he, such a time as he.
1: My new crown is broken, Daddy. It's my favorite color. I said, that's okay. The color's even better. It makes the big, broad pictures. It colors in the lines even better. This type of crown is much better for what we're trying to do. God knows how to break a man. He knows how to break a person and get that person to the point of desperation. Because when you come out of that desperation, you begin to seek Him like never before. The fullness of the Spirit begins to dwell inside of you. Joy and peace with that you can't explain comes into your heart. God bless the broken road that led me straight to you.
0: Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the second part of a much-needed, soul-shocking message from Pastor Shane titled, Broken by God, God Breaks You to Make You. James H. Augie once said, "...the church is a hospital where the brokenhearted may be healed, and where all the weary and troubled may find rest and take counsel together." Today, Pastor Shane jolts the believer into the reality of God's everlasting love. There is no condemnation for those who are in Jesus, because God's discipline, though painful, is here to train you to be His warrior for today. Buckle up. Are you ready to be set free and transformed today? You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. But here's an important
1: key. Don't stay in the broken state. I really wanted to drive this home. I wish I had more time to. Don't stay broken. Don't stay broken. God doesn't break us so we stay broken and bitter and unproductive and walk around like this, right? Can't think of a good word. Gloomy Louie. You know, just always broken. Broken by... There's, there's, there's something about God's pleasure, too. God wants us to experience His pleasure. I just, I just heard this guy Focus on the Family this week, and I posted on my Facebook page his book. I'm just starting to read it, so I can't endorse it because I haven't got through, you know, because they'll hold you to everything you, you say on camera. Um, I don't even know the title, but he talked about, and, and for those truth people, again, you can, you can drift to this, you know, can't have fun side. The do, don't do this. 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 I'm the don't. God. And I'm I'm obeying God's word. And he said that's like. And I can totally relate. I go out back in the summer. I watch my kids play and take pleasure in the trampoline and this, the playing. Right. I take pleasure. If they what, what happens when they sulk and they go sit on the porch and say, I'm not having fun. I don't want to do this anymore. It breaks my heart. And I never really made that that God takes pleasure in the pleasure and joy of His people. And and, and we want to celebrate the the things that take pleasure. And that's what actually happens with addiction is we start to take pleasure in the things that God has not ordained. And we start to exchange those pleasures. So don't stay in that broken state. The broken person needs to just repent and and start to experience the, the joy of the Lord again. Most don't seek the Lord until there is pressure. Anybody say amen to that? Many of us don't seek the Lord until there is pressure. Can you imagine if the top five political problems right now didn't exist? And these are big big issues. These are big issues facing our nation. And it's pressuring a lot of people. And that's my concern. Instead of getting humble and broken, they're getting angry and arrogant. Like like that's going to fix it? God uses difficult times to pressure us. Could it be that He loves America so much that He is allowing some pressure? Only when our hand is forced do we yield. When our back is to the wall and our fleshly attempts at deliverance are all washed away. Michael Catt, he goes on to say, The blessing of God cannot come without the wrestling. If there is no willingness to yield, there will never be willingness for God to rule. Brokenness breaks brazen attitudes. It pumbles our prideful hearts and it annihilates arrogance. Thank God for the broken road that led me straight to Him. We should pray, God, thank You for brokenness. Thank You for humbling me. Thank You, Lord, that I'm able to... to, to to now look back and say, oh God, use those t- turning points in my life. So don't necessarily look for brokenness, but if God breaks you, embrace it. I even started to look back. I wrote, and I don't want this to be about me, but sometimes it helps, you know, to give people some idea. I, I started to think back on my life, all the different. I mean, even little league. I remember I was like the number one pitcher. People were coming all out to watch. They're clocking me on this, you know, 63, 64 miles an hour. And, and man, and, 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 this, you know, my dad brings me in, baser loaded, no outs, and I strike everybody out. Now we're going to champ. And, and then I had to have arm surgery. That's why I still can't straighten it. I Got into physical therapy on it. You know what physical therapy was, was back then? The doctor said carry around a, a heavy can of soup all day to straighten it out. But then I go into high school, Paraclete High School, still was really good. They were really good in baseball back then. And I didn't even make the, the team for a couple years because I couldn't, I couldn't throw anymore. The humbling, the, but I look back now, thank God, because you see some of these athletes, I've never seen more pride in all my life. My goodness, they, you'd think they'd walk on water. And God uses these, these humbling things. And then high school, so much humbling took place. And, and you walk out there, you're kind of like the limp, right? Of, of God just breaking and breaking, trying to get this pride out of you. Trying to get this pride out of you. I want to share a clip too. Let me set it up. I think we have it ready. I was actually the oldest film, footage I found of me in 24-Hour Fitness. And I was the top... Salesman in California, Southern California uh, with hundreds and hundreds of employees. That was my goal. That was my God. Into bodybuilding. And then I show you a clip where at the next convention I came up and I was in third place. Not first anymore. I was so mad. I remember it. But it's, it'd be funny even to show you how much um, just God has even changed my heart. It's on the video this, that the church put out. I'll make this real quick. Um, First off, I want to thank Wayne for being a great district manager. Uh, our coordinator, Christine, for not letting anything slip by. And the whole staff out there in Lancaster, I appreciate everything. Just keep everything positive. I want to also thank Ray Wilson for making this possible. Thanks. Arrogant, arrogant, arrogant. In third place, Shane Eidelman. Well, won't take a lot of time. I know we're all hungry, I always am hungry. Um, you know, I heard something a while back, I don't remember who said it, you're going to pay now or you're going to pay later, but you're going to pay. So I'm paying right now to enjoy later. All right, that's good. It sets a stage. I lost a lot of weight since then, by, in case you can't tell. But anyway, that was, my, that was my God. Working out, being the strongest guy in the gym, and then God allows something called my pericarditis at 24. I'm in the hospital for four days. Did that humble me? Nope. And then God started to take the, this, number one, then number three, and now your area's not doing that great. Now we need to demote you. Because you have to keep beating yourself. Corporate America, many of you guys know you have to keep beating same-store growth every year. And when you don't, they demote you. Corporate America doesn't play around if you're not hitting the numbers. And these breaking, and this breaking, and this breaking... And and that's how God makes a man or woman of God is they get all these things out of you, although not perfect. Amen? (laughs) But there's a process where, where God breaks you and breaks you and breaks you. Some of the greatest moments in your life come in the darkest hours. Some of the greatest intimacy you will ever have from God come in the silent times. Many of you know people who are going through hell right now. You need to encourage them with all of this. When God breaks you and then rebuilds you, it's it's incredible. God is often the potter and we are the clay, correct? But this potter actually breaks the clay and then softens it to rebuild it. There's three tests during a trial when God is breaking you that you need to be aware of. We give up sometimes and we quit. It's either too hard, too long, or too slow. Anybody relate? Lord, this is too hard. So I'm doing something that God's called me to do, and I become bitter, and I run from my calling. Or what He's called you to do. It could be a marriage. It could be anything. Think about If pastors did that, this, this is too hard. I don't need to put up with this. Let me go get a nine to five and, and have an easy life. Too hard. Too long. Lord, please. Please, what's taking so long? And then we jump out of ship. We jump off the ship. The difference between too long and too short is this. For example, when we, you know, if we drive to see my family in Idaho, <coughs> it's hard for us because it's too long a <laughs> drive, right? But, if we do make the drive and we go 10 miles an hour, then it's too slow. Things are not happening quick enough. And often, God uses the situation to where, so where all three of these have been dealt with. Lord, I don't care how hard it is. You are my strength. I don't care how long it takes because those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. And I don't care if it's too slow because waiting time is not wasted time. And when the heart is right, then God begins to shape that man or woman of character even more. The promised land wasn't given to them in one battle. Oh boy, we could camp out on that. Think about it. All these battles we want to... You know, I want to win next week. I want i want this to be over. Sometimes it's city by city. They didn't go in. i I don't think they ever conquered all of it. And it took years and years and years. And so... That's one thing why I don't give up on America. Because there are some battles. I mean, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, how many churches didn't say anything? Well, they're, they're revealing their true colors. Oh, but this caused this for... I don't know. I'm, just, I'm glad that happened after 50 years of prayer, right? And some things are, are battles, daily battles. We overcome this, then this happens. We overcome this, then this happens. That's why it's a constant struggle. When a bone is broken, it is set in place to heal. So, there's so many different mixed um, stories in this room. Some of you have, have, could, could preach the same sermon probably even better. Others of you, I don't know, I haven't really been broken yet. Well, hold on, honey. I'm preparing people for that. When something is broken, it's then set in place to heal. And we can't run from that process. Then there's three responses during this trial that are so important. Wisdom. Wisdom. I keep encountering this a lot when I'm giving counsel to people. You know, we're waiting. Do you like when God writes the the answer up in the sky? Maybe with a chemtrail? Right? Don't give me... But Oh, if He would just tell me. He would just tell me. And I tell a lot of people, you know, God gives us wisdom for a reason. God gives us... Pastor, I don't know if I need to fast. Well, you know you have a lot of health issues. I don't know. You, you might need to make some changes. Wisdom. I don't know if I should buy that car. It's, it's, they're $80,000 now, and I really like these electric cars. Uh, You're not going to be able to pay that Wisdom. Wisdom. So through the brokenness and through these trials, what is wise? What is the right thing to do? Wisdom is the principal thing, Proverbs says. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all your understanding, get more wisdom. She will exalt you. She will promote you. And I know as Christians, especially as Christians who believe the miraculous gifts of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit can still speak to us today or lead us today. Not equal to Scripture. Not above Scripture. But sometimes we need a little help. Lord, prompting, directing. And sometimes we rely on that more than wisdom. I feel this leading. Is it wise? Does it line up with Scripture? Have you waited on God? How many times do we just rush into something because of fear? Just me. Rush into something because because of fear. What's that food storage? You know, the last twenty five years, you buy those boxes. I've got like eight boxes taking up a closet from COVID time. Food chain's going to be shut down. Call this number. Boom. But is it okay to have that stuff? Sure. It's okay to be, I think it's wise to have extra water, extra food. That's just wisdom because you're providing for your family. You're not doing it out of fear. But then sometimes we do make decisions out of fear. So, what is, what is wise? And I've learned over the long haul that God often doesn't want me to make a quick, impulsive decision without waiting on Him. I can't tell you how many times I've changed my. My mind on things that I move too quickly on. But waiting on the Lord. That was number two. Wait on Him. And then as you're waiting, you worship. Why is that so, why is that so important? Because you can have wisdom and you can be waiting and then you can become critical. And bitter. I know a lot of people using wisdom and waiting on God, but they're not happy about it. And they'll let you know. If He doesn't answer me by next month, I'm taking this matter in my own hands. I don't know. What's taking so long? Well, it's probably going to take a long time until you get your attitude straight. I know there are some things that God has for this church I've been praying about for a long time. But if we're not ready, it's not going to come. But be encouraged. Be encouraged. I don't know if I put this point up here. Some things are better broken. Some things are better broken. Correct? So be encouraged if God is breaking you, some things are better broken. Broken crowns still color, weather gloves still catch, and broken up soil must happen in order for plants to be planted. That's why God told one of the prophets, either Hosea or Amos and one of them, break up your follow ground. It is time to seek the Lord. Break up that follow ground. They knew what it meant. The, the ground had grown hard and stony and nothing can penetrate the water would hit it and just kind of flow away in order to grow something in order for God to do something in that harvest they had to go and take these tools and break up that follow ground and then he paralleled that to their heart break up the follow ground to your heart I know you've been a Christian a long time but you're condescending and arrogant you are just as hard as a rock I know you've been a Christian for a while but you have no joy you're so selfish and arrogant I know you've been a Christian for a while but you've been treating your spouse like she or he's or whatever, it's just is, is chopped meat. I don't know. You, you fill in the blank, right? And and I know you, and I've been a Christian, but I've got all this hardness built up. Anybody can relate? Because life will jade you, life will make you hard. That's what happens with our law enforcement officers and, and correctional officers. That's why I have to pray for them. It can happen to pastors too. Become jaded and hurt, and that that stone that just builds up. Break that follow ground. Thank God broken crowns still color. I like that. The reason I like it is because I remember I don't know what what daughter it was of mine, but they came in, they were so they're, they're crying, they're like, My crown is broke. My crown, my new crown is broken, daddy. It's my favorite color. I said, that's okay. The color's even better. It makes the big, broad pictures. It colors in the lines even better. This type of crown is much better for what we're trying to do. God knows how to break a man. He knows how to break a person and get that person to the point of desperation. Because when you come out of that desperation, you begin to seek him like never before. The fullness of the spirit begins to dwell inside of you. Joy and peace with the, that, that you can't explain comes into your heart. God bless the broken road that led me straight to you. Broken, broken, broken. He rebuilds the broken and He elevates the humble. Don't stay broken. Don't stay battered. And don't stay bitter. Maybe some of you need to hear that. Don't stay broken, battered, and bitter. I know people in this church who that applies to. And I pray for them. Their brokenness and what they've went through in life has caused them to become bitter and angry and frustrated. And I'm not minimizing what people go through. But if you don't get on your face before God and repent and say, God, please get me back up on the right. I want the joy of the Lord to return. I want the joy. You think God's going to say, nope, not right now. You're going to have to wait a few weeks. Now, it might take some time to get certain things out of us because I believe that's why God doesn't completely deliver or answer that prayer right away. Let's say I'm praying. I'm praying, Lord, I need that joy back. I need that peace back. Oh, Lord, please, I need it. And, Oh, ah, Holy Spirit comes upon you. Right? And, it's, and that happens sometimes. Without, I, I can't even tell you how many times that has happened. But there's other times where, okay, hot shot, you're gonna have to humble yourself. Go tell that person sorry. Stop holding in that bitterness. That I'm for- oh no, 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 no. Well, the joy's not coming until you do something. We forget that sometimes the scriptures tell us to do something. God didn't say, "I'll break up the fallow ground." Don't worry. Sit at home. Go pick up Kris- Krispy Kreme. Watch Reacher. and all break up the follow ground. He said, you, you break up the follow ground. So in the breaking process, there is responsibility on our end. Because you can play broken to others and not truly be broken. And so to some of you, also I'd ask the question, what's it going to take to break you? What's it going to take to break you? I've seen Christians being broken by God who are not receptive. And I wonder, what in the world is it going to take you? What's it going to take in our nation to break us? This year is going to have a lot of surprises. I can tell you that much. Are we going to become fearful and attack our political opposite? and think that somebody's going to get in an office and save us at this point at this point nobody is coming to save you only god only god I love this verse, Isaiah. I dwell. God says, I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit. God says, I will dwell with you. I will revive you if you're humble. I will revive the contrite ones. That's an incredible promise. I dwell with those who are humble and broken and contrite, but the arrogant I what? Push away. Remember that verse I learned when I first came back to the Lord just really stood out. Um, I think Ezekiel, he said, I will bring back the broken, I will strengthen the sick, I will heal, or heal the sick, I will strengthen those who are weak, but the fat, the proud, the arrogant, I will feed in judgment, thus saith the Lord. And I just highlighted that. When God gets us alone through suffering, heartbreak, temptation, disappointment, sickness, or by our desires not coming to pass, my dreams have died anybody relate He absolutely gets us alone and then we are totally speechless unable to ask even one question then he begins to teach us
0: He's calling wake up child. it's your turn to shine you to He's calling wake up child. it's your And and You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. I want to the Father when he calls